Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. We nailed it. Uh, I'm fresh off. I'm supposed to say fresh off the boat. It was a plane, but I'm only back like three hours. So my my sense of time, because I got up like 4 a.m. to go to the airport, my sense of time is all wacky already today. Any breakfast beers? No breakfast beers. Four, four, going home, when you're going on vacation, having a breakfast beer in the airport is whatever. Going home, that's a that's an indication of a problem, I think. That's that's a curious thing, Dennis, because the last few times I recall having breakfast beers, you weren't going on vacation. You were going to work. Well, look, you know, sometimes when we, we when things are very different when we work together. I'm an aged man now. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. I want to talk to you today case, about compromise. And the okay. quote I picked is a Larry David quote, but it's a very common sentiment, which is that in a proper compromise, neither party is satisfied. And I'm curious as to whether or not you think that's actually necessarily true. Do both parties in a compromise, and this might be two companies negotiating, you did a lot of negotiating when we work together, or it might just be two people who disagree on you know an issue in the workplace and about how they want to approach a problem. Do you have to both be unhappy for it to be a real compromise, or do you think it's possible to find a way for both people to be at least mostly satisfied with the outcome? That's a great question. And I've offset, in fact, um, I, I use a very similar version of this quote when we were negotiating with team um they ended up being team ultimate card who were they before they were team ultimate card the pantheon was that right yeah Pan- team that's pantheon. right team pantheon huey and i uh shout out to huey william huey jensen that's we were in a negotiation and um i actually said it was like look the way you know a negotiation is probably hit the right spot is both sides feel like they won a little and both sides feel like they lost a little and i do hold i do hold that to be very true in the business setting. But I think that in, you know, I don't know, man. So just so you know, we haven't, we don't go through these quotes beforehand. I mean, I have a list of all of Dennis's quotes. I don't know what he's going through today. This is a great question. Um, I am a huge The disconnect has to be that I value, let's say there's three aspects of a deal or a thing we're, we're hashing through, A, B, and C. And A is more important to me than it is to you. And C is more important to you than it is to me. In a situation like that, and let's say B is roughly equal, it's possible to make a deal that everybody feels like they got away with something. Yeah, and I, well, so here's, here's here's the thing: if you go into a deal with a win-win mentality, you're going to make a good deal, and you're going to find a compromise, and you find a way. The key to a win-win. The key to a win-win is not trying to find your win; it's trying to find the other side's win. The win. Yeah. So when what when people start talking about a win-win situation. They start focusing naturally, human nature, not calling anyone out on how am I going to win now? And Dennis still gets this and that's good for him. If you really want to master a win-win, go into it thinking about how does Dennis win? How does the other side win? Okay. You'll find the path to your win. Trust me, when you're negotiating, whether it's your personal life, your professional life, you don't lose sight of that. But if you really want to master the win-win and trust, I work with one of the masters of the win-win you used to as well, John Sasso, the win-win is is how he approaches everything. I want to, it's really, really important when we talk about win-wins and compromise to really look at the other side of it, which I do despise, which is gamers, a lot of people embrace, which is the zero-sum tactic. Mm-hmm. Zero-sum tactics are all about how do I win? And then the extreme of that is it's not enough for me to win, right? It, 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 enemies must suffer or you must lose, right? Um, I don't think it's necessary for any compromise for both sides to think that they've lost. I'm, 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 I'm processing this in real time, even though I did it's say good. this to you. It's all right. It's, it's off the Pantheon. dome. Um, I don't think I don't think that's the case. Uh, and I, I, I reason is the reason is negotiations should be fluid. 
we should have what we need to get out of it. That's why we're negotiating about something. I need to have dinner. Okay. I want to have Mexican. I need to have dinner. And I've done this a million times before where um, I, I need to have dinner because I'm hungry. I want to have Mexican and we have pizza. Okay. And I do tell myself, well, F it. I'll have Mexican tomorrow. Maybe I'll have it for mm-hmm. lunch. Maybe I'll have it for dinner tomorrow. And I'm happy with that. I like pizza too. Is there a world do I though, feel like that attitude never gets you Mexican? I don't think so. I don't. Because, ha- because think at so. some point the stars will align, right? Right. I mean, if, I think if you're, if you're negotiating with the wrong person, maybe if you have the wrong partner or the right, I mean, one must allow for the fact that the other side will accede to the idea that you want Mexican. And if you're in a negotiation where the other side will never accede to that, you'll never get the Mexican food. You're in a zero sum negotiation and you get the hell out of it. There's no compromising in that situation. Well, in a personal sense, this, this, something that I'm trying to do more in my life is surrender that choice a little bit. And I've talked to, I talked to Riley about this the other day about how uh, me and a couple of friends here have a jar that we all put different movies into. Yeah. And we've each put mm-hmm. in like 10 each or whatever. And then whenever mm-hmm. we go to watch a movie, we just pull one out. So 75% of the time, I'm not watching a movie that I selected to watch. And yeah. that means I watch plenty of movies that I don't like. But it means I watch plenty of movies that I do like that I would have never selected to watch myself. And the same is true with, like you, you could find the best Italian restaurant in the world by going to an Italian dinner you didn't want to go to. Um, this is a little bit different than like a staunch business negotiation. I guess it isn't necessarily. You could strike a deal that you think is good that either because of a misperception on you of yours or through external factors, you know, under your control becomes better. You know, if in early 2020, you, you broker a deal that you weren't too enthusiastic about buying a bunch of at-home gym equipment by October that year, you're in the money. <laughs> and Oh yeah. You're, 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 you're ecstatic. And I get well. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole economy built around you know hedging value and things you know estimating the way stocks and things and values and commodities go up and down. And I don't think you have to enter into a negotiation thinking I have some I got something figured out this other person doesn't. Or and like you said, it's not zero sum. It's not every point in my favor is a point against them. But when it comes to things that aren't business related, when it comes to more subjective things like where you go for dinner, how easily do you fold in that regard? In, for the reason of having a new experience or maybe it's more important to the other person or something like that. So this is, this is really, really interesting. I want, I'm gonna, I want to circle back to this. I want to suggest something to you. This movie jar concept, which is in our, in our situation, I guess to the going out to dinner concept, right? Because yeah. you're making a decision about you. The way you phrased it, and I'm familiar with this concept, Dennis and his friends have thrown all these, you know, uh, folded piece of paper into a jar. They can't figure out what to watch. You pull this out and that's what you watch. Okay. 75% of the time, you're watching a movie that you didn't choose, that you may never have chosen, that you maybe don't have never wanted to watch. But I, I want to suggest to you, 100% of the time, you are engaging in a process which you have voluntarily and with open arms embraced. Yes. And I think there's a huge, huge difference in how you approach that scenario and how you view it and how you look at it, right? 75% of the time I'm watching a movie I didn't want to watch that's one way to look at it right, right. And, and 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 i want to posit to you that i think riley does look at it that way he does one that's not positive he's on the record saying that <laughs> right right but a hundred percent of the time you, you could also say this equally true exact same thing different cut 100 percent of the time you're engaging in a process that you have embraced wholeheartedly that you may even have designed and that's part of it and that's part of where you get into it now we go back to dinner right 50 percent of the time 
that's that's tough. I think most people align with their eating habits. You always find that middle road when you're with someone for a long enough time. But let's just say 50% of the time you're eating stuff. Well, it doesn't you, have to be a long-term partner. It can be just a random person. You, it, like you and I go to dinner if we meet one, you know, twice a year. Where do we pick, for example, like that? That I mean, and so let's set aside random first and things like that. Let's say that 100% of the time you are enjoying a meal or, or not enjoying a meal, but you're engaging a meal with someone you want to be with. Right. Even with a blank date, you wanted to be there. Okay. And so, yeah, that decision can get proven right wrong here. halfway through, but that is what it is. Of That's course. Why. Of course. But my, my point is, um, I think there's just a different way to look at it. And so, are you compromising by, oh, man, I really want a Mexican tonight. Dennis hates Mexican. I guess we'll go to Nando's because he loves that place. Um, then uh, we're, we're, we've, we've, we've compromised, but I get to have, I get to have dinner with one of my best friends on the planet. I get to right. have a lovely day with it. Like, so it's like, you know, am I compromising or am I still getting what I want? It's something all about, you, I think. I think we, something we were touching on is that it's all about the way you approach things and the perspective you have. And talking about dinner made me think about something that a friend of both of ours, Luis Scott Vargas, said about when they put the credit card game at lunch, which is generally what you do is if you have a couple of people, let's say five or six people that you regularly have meals with, at the end of the meal, you all put your credit card in and the server chooses who pays for the whole meal. So, and the reason you want to do it with the same people over and over again is that on a long enough timeline, you'll roughly even out, right? Um, But it's not, that is not a zero sum game because the upside is free lunch, which is great. And the downside is bought my friend's lunch, which is not that bad. You know, financial situation notwithstanding. Um, So you can game the system a little bit there in by giving up something that isn't really that bad and getting something that feels really, really good. And that's kind of what you said. That, that's similar to what you said about, you know, saying rather than saying 20, for 70% of the time, I'm unhappy with my movie choice, 100% of the time, we're all bought in. It's, you know, this sort of egalitarian communist way of <laughs> selecting movies. Um, it is a little, it is all about perspective. And, and and we completely eliminate the negotiation, the positing, and the compromising. Yeah. I mean, look, I, it's not even about it being egalitarian or any of that crap. It's like you, you've discovered a fun venture to a mark on. And you decided to do this for fun, right? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, and I think that the question of do you have to feel like you've given a little, both sides, do both sides have to feel like they've given a little in a compromise? No, they don't, because I think it's how you want to approach your perspective on it. You can't control, I read this great thing, you can't control so many things outside of us and so, so many things in our daily life we encounter happen that's external to us i mean hell i can't even control to an exact degree my own heart rate i can't control the rate at which food digests and there's a ton going on inside me literally right now that i have control over right that's 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 life but we can always control how we interact with it we can always control the choices we make and how we choose to engage with those things compromise is a great example where am i i i I love i love how you put it you really set the table perfectly am i stuck 75% 75% of the time watching a movie and wasting my time with something I don't want to do or when this happens and my 1% of the time on the road for this adventure, I'm here for it. One of the options, everybody, is uh, go to the movie theater and then nobody knows what's going on. You go to the movie theater and you watch whatever the next movie showing is. Nobody knows line, what's going you on. Got four tickets, please. Let's go. So, you know, I get that, you know, oh, some like it hot. No, okay, I guess we're watching that. That doesn't sound like an adventure. But when you pull the wild card and you're like, oh, you know, crap, let's go to the AMC or Paw Patrol 3, baby, let's go. (laughs) I mean, you know, that is an adventure. And I hope they serve booze (laughs) in the theater. You know, I don't know. But I think 
compromise is is a mindset. Compromise is a mindset. Business makes it different. And, yep. you know, business, it's a lot more black and white. You can either do it or you can't. Business, is closer, business want... is closer to zero sum. And right, you're right. You can enter in personal negotiations. You will be, I think there's, I think it's, you'll, it's very rare. You'll find a situation that you can't find a way to make it work. But in a financial or business negotiation, sometimes the numbers just simply don't line up. And they don't, but I mean, I, I want to, it's all, I really want to stress this perspective thing right now. We're running streams. Okay. Cause yeah. trying to build an audience for sports and things like that. We're willing to run them at break even. That's not counting my time. Not counting my time and Sasso's time. Run them I mean, at break even. You your start time is worthless time, is something that I'm very comfortable doing. We don't need to worry about that. We, but even, even, even without value in that, we're willing to run it at break, break even slash a slight loss because there's other things involved. There's mm -hmm. building a following. We're building a reputation. We're paying our bones and grinding our way up that ladder with an audience. So again, how do you want to look at it? If it's just dollars and cents, you stop. You're done. But if you have a different perspective on it, you're winning because we are winning. We're gaining followers. We're gaining an audience. We're doing all that. I, hey, we made money. You know, we made maybe a few hundred bucks and we're not valuing time, but we made money. So it's all perspective. We talked a little bit about measuring success and, and metrics and things like that and, and picking the right questions. And that ties in a little bit here. Um, deciding what, what your compromise is and what your goal is um, let's gives you a lot more wiggle room. And you're right. We did pick extremes where there's two times where there's the times where a deal is simply impossible. But if you're willing to bend, I think you can find, and especially if you're willing to bend your own stuff and try and figure out mm -hmm. what the other person stands to gain and try and figure out places where it doesn't necessarily damage you. Like you mentioned, John does a lot. Um, I think you can close, you'll close a lot more deals and have a lot more success by having a more flexible approach. I completely, I think that we go into business to, you go into business negotiations and personal negotiations, think about what do I want? What do I want out of this? Take a moment. Ask a different question, right? Ask the question what the other side wants. Because I, I have found almost without exception in the business world, focusing on what the other side wants to accomplish still leaves you not, not a little bit, a lot of leeway mm -hmm. to accomplish your goals. It's all a matter of focusing on what the other side wants and then, then figuring out how to get what you want out of it. And then you don't feel like you're compromising. That really is the win-win. Not a compromise. You're still winning. It's all about perspective. And I think asking, again, the right question and focusing on what the other side wants first and then coming back to what you want. All right. Well, I think on that note, good morning, Mushi. <laughs> and good. wait, you, did you start that way? Because I said good evening to you at the start. So I'm going to say good evening, Dennis. Good morning, Mushi.